GAC. Welcome to the LC Show. I'm Lucas Boudreaux along with Chris Sharp. Uh, we got a great lineup of things to talk about this week, starting with the big game between Stanford and Oregon and our take on that, um, along with some controversy up uh, around number three, four, five rankings in the BCS. Then we're going to list our top five teams, along with Upset Alert, our Heisman, and then we got some games to pick. Um, and then we're going to move on to college basketball and pick who we think will win the five major conferences. Not six, but five major conferences in college basketball. So we're going to start with it. Um, Chris, what was your biggest takeaway in Stanford beating Oregon? How physically domi- dominant Stanford was over Oregon. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew Oregon was a little smaller up front, but mm-hmm. they were pretty athletic and quick. But I didn't expect Stanford just pummeling like that. Like they yeah. did. I mean, the first yeah. drive they had, Stanford went like I think 14 plays and like 75 you yards. Knew they were going to run the ball. I, know, I knew they were going to run it. But I figured they'd be able to load the box and maybe stop the run a little bit. And Kevin Hogan, he played a nice game as well. Yeah. He hit, hit a couple of deep balls. Yeah, I I agree with you. Stanford was just they just outmanned Oregon. Uh, their defense kind of sh- shut them down, especially in the first half. Shut them down. They got out to a big lead. That's what was most impressive to me. Just their physicality yeah. on offense and defense. And also the uh, turnovers they forced, like uh, Scove, the uh, linebacker. Yeah. Like, Oregon was really sloppy with the football. And then Marcus Mariota, he did have an MCL. Yeah, I was unimpressed. Yeah, he had an MCL sprain or tear or something, so that kind of threw him off in the game a little bit. He couldn't really run that. The running game from him was just taken away because he, he just couldn't all that knee. But I thought maybe he'd be able to hold on to the ball more, but he had several sack fumbles. It was just a sloppy performance by Oregon, sloppy. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And here's one thing that I'm really intrigued by. When it gets to the end of the season and you have, what if Auburn beats Alabama in the Iron Bowl, wins the SEC championship, do you take them in the championship or do you take Ohio State or Baylor, an undefeated Ohio State or Baylor, of course? Oh, that's a tough one. Cause if you Assuming beat, Alabama has a loss, so right, Auburn right, will be ahead right, of right. That's tough. And then who, where will Alabama fall? Would they fall behind Ohio State and Stanford and, and, and Baylor? I, I don't really know. I think if Auburn beats... If they beat, uh, if they beat Alabama, I think it really depends. If Stanford, they might play UCLA, and UCLA could be ranked, so Stanford could potentially jump up. But Auburn's losses to LSU, and LSU is still ranked. Stanford lost to Utah, so that might make yes. a huge difference in the polls. Yes. And also, Auburn's got to play UGA this week, so that could boost them up even more. So I think Auburn might be able to pass Stanford, and maybe even Ohio State. Now Baylor, they still have some tough games to play, but I don't know. The undefeated Baylor might – I can see them maybe jumping up. So do you think if Baylor and Ohio State both go undefeated, mm-hmm. do you think Baylor jumps Ohio State because of their schedule? I would think so, but I'm not entirely but sure. Ohio State has a conference championship game to play in, and Baylor does not. Yeah, that's true. That's it's, it. I mean, there's a lot of controversy there. We'll, yeah. we'll see when it gets there. But uh, So who are your top five teams, Chris, at this point? Top five teams. Uh, right now I have at one Alabama, number two Florida State, just like the BCS. Then at three, I'm going to go with Stanford. I know Ohio State had Ohio. Yeah. Ohio State was put at number three, but I feel like uh, I feel like that Stanford has had tougher wins, and I feel like that because Stanford's played tougher opponents, and Ohio State's really played no one in like two years. They've been undefeated for like two years. Yeah. That's because they played no one. So I feel like Stanford deserves that. And then at number four, I put Ohio State just because of a. Pedigree, I guess that's how they're put at. The number five, I'm gonna keep Baylor right there. I know Baylor's gonna be a little upset. They might be able to squeeze past them in maybe a couple of weeks and they defeat a couple other teams. But Texas Tech lost, and the Big Twelve isn't really that strong this year. It's a, it's yeah. decent, but it's not as strong. Not that deep. Yeah, I just think Ohio State might be able to 
beat uh, Baylor up head-to-head. All right, I have number five. I'm going to go backwards. Number five, Stanford. After that, uh, okay. win over Oregon. Oregon drops out of the top five. Um, number four, Baylor. I don't know. I think I might take Stanford in the head-to-head match versus yeah. Baylor. Okay. I give Baylor the nod because they're undefeated. Yeah. Stanford, if they don't lose to Utah, that Utah game just kills kill. They're going to look back at that and just shake their yeah. heads. Like, I mean, they would be in the championship they talk. Probably, they're still yeah. kind of around, but that loss just destroys them. And then... So number four, Baylor. Number three, Ohio State. They're undefeated for the last two years. Uh, if they go undefeated, it's sad because if Ohio State, Florida State, and Alabama all go undefeated, Ohio State's going to be left out. And yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of sad to think for Yeah, Illinois last year the BCS, you had like four undefeated teams at yeah. the top. That would be kind of bad. Yeah, it's, it, so Ohio State's got hope either Florida State or Alabama loses. Right. So number two, I have Florida State. Number one, I have Alabama. I don't really think you can argue with, with that at this point. I mean – you might be able to make a solid case, but I, I mean, I think the majority of the people will take Alabama and yeah, State. Yeah, and the, the people's views with that as well. Yeah. So, moving on, we have Upset Alert. Uh, Chris, who do you have on Upset Alert this week? I have Clemson. Yes, the Tigers. I have them on Upset Alert. I know the game's at Clemson, but Georgia Tech always gives the Tigers a fit. I like it. And Georgia Tech with that triple option attack, that could be pretty deadly, pretty potent out there. And I feel like Georgia Tech in these games, a lot of times they've just kind of made mental mistakes and turned the ball over. I've watched them a little bit, and they seem to be moving the ball and playing solid defense. Just They'll make a stupid error, like a holding call or something, and that'll just put them back. But if they can play a great, you know, I wouldn't say perfect game, but they can play a pretty solid game, I feel like they can give Clemson their money's worth. Well, I'm a Georgia Tech fan, so I watch most of their games. And one thing that Paul Johnson and the option can't really execute on is they can't get into third and long. Yeah. They can't throw the ball. they got to execute on first and second down. Last year they went into Clemson, had a great game, but they ended up getting a loss. It was a close game. They scored, uh, I can't remember, I think it was 30 points. Was, I think Clemson was exploded. I think Clemson Clemson, like, Georgia Tech's defense is not good either, but Clemson's offense and Georgia Tech's offense both played great. Yep. Um, Clemson's just played a little bit better. But um, so yeah, I, I like your pick on that. I'm going to go with Washington, Ooh, unranked Washington, Washington, going into okay. I like number thirteen Washington. UCLA. I like Washington's ground game. Bishop yeah. Stinky's a yes. Bishop Stinky's a stud. I think if they can go in there and control the ground game, I think they can get a win. Yeah, then Keith Price is a good quarterback as well. I like I like him. Underrated. As quarterback. He's underrated. They just had a, it, it kind of has some bad luck here and there. They've had some tough losses. Yeah. They're a good team. I they're a good they team. Three losses, but they're all close games. And then moving on. Our Heisman list, Chris, uh, does Jameis Winston stay up at number one or did he fall back? He had an average game for him, honestly. But honestly, the defense put up like the defense. they put up like 28 points. The joke was the defense is the only thing that can keep Jameis Winston from winning the Heisman. <laughs> and Winston, though I've looked at the uh, Vegas odds, and Winston's still very far ahead of mm-hmm. the other competition despite uh, Manziel having a great game. But So I still have Winston at number one, and I feel like against uh, Syracuse, who they play this week, I feel like Winston can throw some more stats. As long as the defense doesn't get like five pick sixes again, I mean seven turnovers in one game—that's probably not going to happen every other game. So I feel like Winston—he can hit up a couple more stats, and also as long as Florida State's undefeated and winning and looking good, then I think that Winston will stay at the top of my Heisman list. I narrowed my list down to two guys at this point. Okay. Um, maybe a guy can jump back in there, but Marcus Mariota's loss kind of threw him out there. It wasn't a very good performance. I have Jameis Winston and Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel, I have at number one this week. I can see that. I can see that. If you look at what he means to his team, I went back and forth with this because Jameis Winston's undefeated. He means a lot to his team. Right. But without Johnny Manziel, I see Texas A&M as being maybe a 500 team. Like, I honestly don't. Their defense isn't very good. I do see that. They have Mike Evans, but 
Johnny Manziel means so much to this football team. He's thrown for um, a lot more yards than Jameis Winston has, accounted for a, a lot more touchdowns as well. He's thrown more picks, but, you know, he just means so much to the that team. Is that's, what, that's what I see that pops out. Without... Without Johnny Manziel, that's what I see. Without Johnny Manziel, Texas A&M is not a very good football team. I will say this, though. In that Bama game, that was Mike Evans' show, not Johnny Manziel's yeah. show. Manziel but who gets him the ball? Who that is true, ball? but, but, but those, some of those catches, like, like he's just th- – Manziel throws The it. one where he ran back. Yeah, like, uh, like, yeah, like, yeah, literally, he, he, okay. he just throws it up there, Mike Evans. Like, I'm going to take there. this. It's like – it's not like Matthew Stafford or Megatron. Megatron gets a lot yeah. of props. Yeah, yeah. You know, I pra- agree with you. But uh, Manziel's had a good season, so a great season, really. But I just – Winston, it's just kind of like – Bring a team like Florida State, you lose 11 draft picks. You lose your first-round quarterbacks. You're yeah. thinking, all right, rebuild year or something. But no, you're actually even better than you were before. Like, a lot of these guys playing with them are like, why weren't these guys as good last year? It's because Winston's a – He I makes think, everyone better. I think he's better. He's better than EJ, I think. He's better than EJ Manuel. Yeah, I think he is. And, like, he, he attacks the middle. He kind of brought the swagger back. He's got that persona and that yeah, personality. He's a, leader, that's a freshman. He's a leader. Everyone loves him. So it's kind of like it's, – it's one of those things. It's yeah, like – It's between Johnny Manziel and – Yeah, they're both going to New York. They're both going to yeah, New York. Definitely. So we got some games to pick. Only one college game this week. Number 25, Georgia, is going into number 7, Auburn. Yep. Auburn's big test. If they can get by this one, the Iron Bowl is going to be a crazy game. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's going to be a really good game. Yeah. So who do you have in this one, Chris? Well, that's going to be a hostile environment for UGA. Auburn's played really well as of late, and UGA's defense, I, I, just, I just can't ride with them. Their corners I don't like at all. Their, uh, their front seven is pretty good. Just the secondary... It's too suspect a lot of the times. They kind of struggled against Appalachian State a little bit early on. It was like a 14-6 game until like yeah, the second yeah, quarter. Yeah. But uh, and then the UGA's weapons and offense, Gurley would have to get going. I, I think Auburn's going to win this, but uh, I'll roll with UGA. I just I don't know. If, if, they had, if, if, if they're going to do anything this year, it's got to be. I mean, they had some injuries, and I feel like if they can, can run with, if they can get Gurley going. It'll be a, a tight game. It'll be a real close game, I think. Yeah. It's, I think it'll either be a blowout or a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. And I think UGA, Aaron Murray, senior leader, he's got Michael Bennett back. He looked pretty comfortable with Bennett the other day. And if they can get uh, Lynch and Jay Rome back at tight end, I think they, they can possibly do something out there. I think Auburn is going to get the win. They struggled a little bit early on against Tennessee. That's true. But once their ground game got going, yeah. they just exploded and ended up destroying and running away with that game. I think Auburn's only thrown the ball 16 times in the last two weeks. Yeah, which I think might help. Which that, yeah. okay, but Georgia's defense is not good. Let's be honest. I mean, they're just not good. Auburn, I don't know if Auburn's going to have to pass. If they can just control, get five yards of play, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll be fine. But they run for 10 yards of play at least. That's like, true. first down, they just get 10 yards on yep. the run. Texas A&M, um, Tennessee, Arkansas, what all? Put eight men in the box, and they would still run it up the middle, and still get it's, still get yeah, twenty that's yards. True, that's true. I mean, Auburn's a potent offense. And their defense is kind of a bend, but, but don't, don't break. break. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if Todd Gurley can get some running room, maybe they can keep it close. But I just think I just think Auburn's too good. Yeah, that you know what's crazy about this game? Before the season starts. It's complete opposite. Georgia is, is going to come into Auburn and destroy. destroy. Yeah, Auburn's literally. I, I don't, I, Auburn, Auburn is just surprised everyone this year. They're playing freelance. It, they're a lot of fun to watch, fun. especially because I'm an Auburn fan. So that's that's fun for me to watch. I like seeing them control the ground game, and I think they're going to um, this week and beat Georgia. So moving on to some NFL games, huge game here. 49ers going into New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints coming off a big Sunday night football win. 49ers coming off a, a loss to the Panthers. Yeah, that was a surprising loss, yeah. So who do you have in this one? Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. 
just because they have, a, they have a potent offense. Their defense is playing well. They have a decent secondary. They're, they're locking in. Colin Kaepernick, he's, let's just face it, he's struggled this year. The, the 49ers offense hasn't been as, yeah, they hasn't been as explosive or as good. Oh. I don't know if they're, it's because they're missing Michael Crabtree or what, but the, like the running game is solid, but everything else, Kaepernick's been off. I mean, only nine points. I know the Panthers have a good defense, but nine not points? Good. Yeah, not that good. They're, they're good. good. I, I would expect Kaepernick yeah, to be like, do more than that. So I'm not going to put all on him, though. It might be O-line or whatever else, but I, they need to figure something out. I just think the Saints and Drew Brees is just too much offense. You saw what they did against yeah. the Cowboys. I yeah. mean, 40 first downs, that's, that's, a, that's an NFL record. Yeah, I mean, crazy. it's just too much. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Graham is getting, Jimmy Graham's getting healthier. He actually, he really didn't even play. He played, but he didn't really play against the Cowboys. You had Darren Sproles out there. You had Marquise Colson and the boys. And then the 49ers just cut Nomi Austin while So it looks like they have a little corner situation. I don't know what's going on up there. Or it maybe just sucked. I don't really know. But either way, I just don't see the – and Eric Reed had a concussion, I believe. So that's their safety out. So I just believe the, the uh, Saints offense is too potent. I've got to agree with you on this one. Saints exploded on Sunday night to, uh, to beat the Cowboys. I just think 49ers didn't look very good against the Panthers. They didn't mm. impress me. I would expect more from them. But uh, I just think – I think it will be close – but I just think the Saints' offense is going to – I think it will be close going into the fourth quarter. I think the Saints' offense comes alive in the fourth quarter yeah. and ends up beating them by two touchdowns. And their run game came alive, too. They yeah. had over 100 yards rushing for yep. a lot of people. And so we're going to pick the Patriots going into Carolina to take on the Panthers. Cam Newton's hot. Yep. Now. But, uh, well, do you think he'll stay hot against the Patriots, get a win or no? Uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots. The veteran team, I feel – I mean, the Panthers are going to be really hype, but they're really live. Their fan base is going to be going crazy because this is the first time in a while they've really been kind of good. Yeah. I just feel like Tom Brady can get some experience. And they've been used to these grinded-out games. I mean, the Patriots are used to having a grinded-out affair. They have a good running game with, like, Stephen Ridley and the boys out there. And they have enough weapons. And Gronkowski's back at tight end, so that really helps. But I feel like the Patriots' defense and then their – they're kind of grinding out attacks. Tom Brady hasn't had it easy this year. They're like breaking in new receivers and stuff. So he's used to having a low scoring, grinding out pace. They can keep a score of about maybe 20 points, maybe. They can keep the Panthers from scoring over 20 or over 24 ish. I feel like the Patriots can be right in it. I think the Panthers are going to win this game. I think the Panthers are a solid football team this year. I think they're going to give the Saints a run for their money this year. Ooh, okay. uh, at first, I thought the Fal- it was going to be between the Falcons and Saints, but. You know, obviously the Falcons aren't there anymore. Right. Uh, so I think the Panthers are going to win this game. Okay. I think they're going to keep forcing the Saints to win games, put some pressure on them. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's a toss-up right now. I think the Saints are better than the Panthers right now. Yeah. But I think the Panthers can contend with them. It'll be a tough so matchup. I think the Panthers are going to beat the Patriots. I just think Cam Newton's really starting to play the best ball of his career. Um, so I think the Panthers are going to get a win over the Patriots. And then we have. The, probably the biggest game of the Sunday, or is it Monday night? I'm not sure. It's uh, but uh, the biggest game of the week, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs visiting that is Denver to take on the Broncos. Ooh. That's a huge game there. I have oh, this is gonna be a tough one. Uh, let's see. Peyton Manning got a little banged up at the very end of a game against San Diego. He got hit in the ankle. I'm mad about that one. Too. But he got an MRI, and they said just a little. It's no, no new damage. Just just a little bit of pain and soreness in his ankle. So I feel like Peyton Manning will use that anger and use that pain, and I feel like he's going to come back and throw up too many points. The Chiefs will get after him. They'll blitz a lot. They'll bring four man rushes and try and sack Manning. They probably will get to him. But at the same time, I feel like Peyton Manning in his offense just too explosive. You see Julius Thomas. He literally threw to Julius Thomas twenty yards, and the guy just ran seven. 
70 more yards all the way down the sideline. That's a tight end. He was flying out there. Tiptoeing down the sideline. You got Demarius Thomas. You got Eric Decker, Wes Welker. Too many options. No Sean Marino. He has made a comeback. I am proud of that guy. UGA grad, UGA player. I am. I mean, he was he was a first-round running back bust. That's what he was. But now he's rebounded with his new offense, and he's back. I agree with you. I just think the Broncos have too many weapons. I do like the Chiefs. I like them. This oh, yeah, I like them. New yeah. Andy Reid, Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. I like well, them. Yeah. I just think the Broncos are too explosive. Too explosive. Just too. No, Sean Marino, like you said, is playing great now. Yeah. I he's come from, uh, yeah, like you said, a bust, a bust to, to like, a good find. Yeah, he's a good find. Yeah. He's, he's playing really well. Peyton Manning has too many options to throw. <laughs> I know. He's just like, where do I go this week? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I think the Broncos are going to get a win there. That's all I, <laughs> yeah, that's that's all it, I just that's think it. the Broncos have too many weapons on offense. So moving on to some college basketball action, basketball. we're going to pick the winners of the main divisions and divisions in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, first, we're going to pick the ACC divisions. Who is your ACC. ACC winner? Duke, the Blue Devils. The Blue Devils are going to win it, I think. They have Jabari Parker. They got uh, Rodney Hood, a solid player, two wing guys. And uh, Quinn Cook, the point guard, was saying, these are, I have the two best wings in the country. And I saw them play the other day, and I agree. If they can, get the, if they can crash the boards and get rebounds, because they are a little undersized, I feel like they can be a great team. And either way, I feel like as an undersized team, they can do some damage in the ACC. And they just have a lot of talent and good coaching by, by Coach K. Yeah, um... I I actually think Syracuse will win. That okay, two, three, new team. Yeah. That two three defense. I like my one of my favorite players in college basketball, CJ Fair. He's mm. got that lefty touch. Yeah. I, I just I like seeing a lefty shot. I think him and Jeremiah Grant. I think those are two really good players there. I think they're going to lead Syracuse in their new division, the ACC okay. they're doing this year. Right. I think they're going to win it in their first year, which would be huge for them. And then. Who do you have in the Big 12, Chris? Big 12, let's see. I'm going to go with Kansas because, you know, I know they just got the freshman and Andrew Wiggins, and they have some other nice pieces on my team. I mean, I think one of our commits actually was in the three-point shootout here at GAC the other year. He's a sharp shooter. They have also a bunch of other good players that are come back. So I feel like Wiggins and the boys will be able to win the uh, – it'll be a close race. I think they'll be able to pull out. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. I think Kansas is going to be really good this year. Um, I like Wiggins, the freshman. I also like uh, Self and Selden. I think they're both really good players. So I just think Kansas has too much talent. I don't really like many of the Big 12 teams this year. I like Oklahoma State with Marcus Smart, but I I just think Kansas is um, the the most talented team there. Um, Who do you have in the Big 10? Big 10, I'm going to go with Michigan. Yes, Michigan. I know Michigan State's stacked. I know Ohio State's pretty good. But I feel like Michigan with uh, Mitch McGarry. Yeah, and they, yeah, really they have Robinson the third out there. I feel like oh, yeah. they're an underdog team. And they also that, that the kid who's hitting those threes in the national championship game, he's back. And then I feel like they have a good system. I know these other two teams might be a little bit better, but I just feel like Michigan, as the season wears on, will be a little bit of an underdog and kind of usurp the uh, top two teams in the Big Ten. I'm going to go with Ohio State and the Big Ten. Oh. I just like Aaron Kraft. I think he's a yeah, really good player. He's a leader. He's player. a leader. He's a great leader. He's a senior this year. This is his last year. I also like Lenzel Smith Jr. He's a sharpshooter. He's a senior as well. They have some senior leaders, and then they have some good talent, some um, sophomores and juniors in there that are I think are really good. I think Ohio State will run the table there. Um, I think they're going to win the Big Ten. So, uh, who do you like in the Pac-12, Chris? Pac-12. This is kind of tough, but... Because uh, you don't really know many uh, of those teams. Are really I'm going to go with, uh, I guess, UCLA. I really don't know. A little underdog there. I don't, I don't really... 
Oh, no, 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 excuse me. Arizona. My bad. What am I talking about? <laughs> Arizona. They had a nice recruiting class. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're going to bring in some players. And I like their coach. They've had a little bad luck in the tournament the last couple of years. I think Arizona's going to be willing to rebound. Yeah, I think Arizona's going to be um, going to be good this year, too. I think they're going to win the Pac-12 as well. Um, I don't I don't think the Pac-12 is very talented either. I like the Big 12. I think you have Arizona, Oregon. They're both good. Um, I, I I don't really see anyone else. Maybe UCLA can contend with them. Um, uh, yeah, I know Oregon's going to be pretty good. Oregon's going to be pretty good. Arizona's yeah. supposed to be good. I like what they have there. I think Arizona's going to win the Pac-12. Right, right, right. And our last division to pick this week, uh-huh. the SEC. SEC. SEC will be Kentucky's again. I just saw Kentucky play recently. Well, I didn't, it wasn't a purpose. I just kind of watched them on, in person. I just watched them on TV. And... Julius Randle's the truth. That guy is a man. He reminds me of Zach Randolph on with the handle. So he, he, he can pick a pop. He's a beast in the paint. He had a double double before halftime. Yeah, he's really in the last game. So I feel like Kentucky. They're just they're, they're too deep at every position. It seems so. I feel like they're just gonna be really good this year. Yeah, I like Kentucky as well. I think you got to go with them. Um, I think Kentucky's a better team on this one. Yeah. And that is going to wrap up our show. Thanks for stopping by for the LC Show. I'm Lucas Boudreaux along with Chris Sharp.